Welcome to the Four Parents Podcast. I'm your host, Ivy Lassiter, and I'm so glad you're here. Pop in your earbuds and multitask while we talk about all the parenting stuff, lessons learned, funny stories, and practical wisdom from normal people who've been there. Let's get started. This episode, I'm talking with Lisa and Craig, parents of four children. So they have two boys and two girls who are now adults. They first had their two boys biologically, and then you're going to hear their story about how they adopted Riley from Siberia when she was about a year and a half old. And then y'all, they had their fourth biological daughter. So I love their story for a lot of reasons. One being that, I mean, the people in their family are just awesome. I love this family. But I also love the redemption you see through their adoption journey. And I love the way that it gives me this real life picture of the unique and incredible ways that God puts families together. So here's some of their story. Talk to me about how you knew that you were supposed to adopt. Let's just start from what you would consider the start of that journey. Craig and I had two sons, biological Mm -hmm. sons, Mm -hmm. and I had difficult C-sections and I didn't really want to be pregnant again, but I desperately wanted a little girl. Uh God had planned that in my heart and I really wanted a little girl. So I um, talked to a friend of mine, and she said, you need to look into adoption. And I had never thought of that before. And it's huh. like, oh, my gosh, I should. Yeah. So I got out the yellow pages and uh-uh. looked up adoption agencies <laughs> and called two or three of them. And they said, because you have biological children, you really won't fit in our program because we work with people who cannot have kids. Okay. But go to Gladney. Because they are starting an international program, and anyone can go to go internationally right. and adopt. Wow! So, um, so Craig, did you know she was making these <clears throat> phone calls? Was this? Well, let's just say I was uh, laying in bed, about to go to sleep. Lisa rolls over and whispers in my ear, "I really have a calling from God in my heart that we need to adopt a child." Uh-uh. And then she rolls over and goes to sleep. <laughs> And I'm for the rest of the night going, what? Because I had been thinking You're about it. You're not sleeping that night. Yeah. So I yeah. start praying about it and yeah. really come to terms with it. And it's like, yes, this yeah. is something that we need to do. I felt. So we said, well, let's call Gladney. Let's go to one of their yeah. orientations. Let's talk to a counselor. Let's see if this is really something that we think we can do. Yeah. And. From that meeting on, yeah. we knew that's what we were supposed to be doing. With, with Gladney. Yes. There was no wow. question. So. And they had different programs, but they had just started a program in Russia. Okay. And um, so they said, are you interested in Russia? And actually, humbly, we wanted a child that, that fit into our family. We already had the two boys, and we thought, we want a little girl that's just going to fit in. Nobody's going to know yes. in any difference. She's just going to feel like she's just, you know, part of all of us. Right. Because we had never adopted before. We didn't really know how it worked. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, um, Gladney, we started the paperwork, and there were ups and downs. Um, you know, some papers didn't come through as fast as you wanted to, oh, yeah. or you had to go get your um, fingerprints at the police station. I mean, there were just lots there was, of there lots was a lot of, of process. Yeah. How so, old were your boys? They were nine and seven. Oh, okay. At the time. Okay. Yes. And um, so we had talked to to them about yeah. it. You know, we were all very excited yeah. that, that we were going to do this. <clears throat> and we talked to our family and such, and 99% were very 
yes, go for it. One, like my mom was a little <laughs> kind of quiet and it's uh-huh. like, why are you really doing this and stuff? And Adoptions from Russia don't happen that often anymore, do they? No. no. Okay. In fact, when we were in the process, sometimes he would say, ah, I've changed my mind. No, we're not doing any more international adoptions right now. Right. And we might wait three weeks. And then he would change his mind oh again gosh. and come back. So it was... It, that was the most frustrating part of yeah. it. So we got the window of opportunity to get in and get the get Riley. Yeah. yeah. So, wow. Yeah. So how long did that journey take from like start about setting up nine months? Okay. Yeah, just, Whoa. Just, just <laughs> yeah, about exactly. nine months. By the time yeah. we met with Gladney, it was by the dif- time it was, we were walking off the airplane. It yeah. Was, it was different concerns and feelings, yes. but it was yeah that nine month. Yes. Mm-hmm. Trek, but yeah. overall, you could not have gone. It could not have gone any better. Yeah. Even Gladney said it was by the book. It was it really was well. We were the perfect. third family with with Gladney to go to Russia. Uh-uh. We were just a third family, and I don't even know if we knew that we first. Yeah, we were the first family ever to go to Tumen. We were some of the first Westerners to go to Tumen. Tumen in yeah. Western Siberia is a military uh-huh. town. They build things like tanks and yeah. stuff. So for Americans to be in Tumen, that was like, wow. Well, they and that's where allowed- Riley was? Yes. yes. Okay. She was in an orphanage in Tumen, Siberia, Western wow. Siberia. Um, they had only let Americans even come there two years before we were there. Mm-mm. So Americans were very... Very sparse. Yeah. And we felt like we had dressed and, you know, we were we were just fitting right in. And they knew <laughs> us a mile us out, away. Right. <laughs> I so, mean, we'd be walking along and you could see eyes turning like, huh, yeah. they're not Russian. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They would stare at us. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So how old was Riley? She was 14 months when okay. we first found out about her. And then she was 19 months by the time we got her. And that was so frustrating, too, because we yes. wanted that baby. Yes. And we knew that she wasn't getting the care that we would give her. Yeah. But, you know, you had to go with their rules. and Yeah. So that, that was Did you get to see a picture of her and everything? Mm-hmm. Actually, you want to tell them? Yeah, we were uh, vacationing in Crested Butte. Gladney called us and said, we have a child for you. We uh-huh. think she's going to be perfect. Uh, we'll we'll overnight the information to you. So we over, had him overnight to Crested Butte. And boy, the minute we saw her photo. Yeah, the FedEx truck brought uh-uh. the letter and we opened that up and saw her picture. and was like, yes, she's yeah. ours. <laughs> I mean, we fell in love with her immediately. Yeah. yeah. Well, did y'all name? She, obviously, Riley was not her name. Her name was Rima Rustamovna Gasina. Okay. And we wanted something close to to Rima, yeah. but we didn't want it to be Rima. So yeah. Riley came about. And then Garrett na- gave her her middle name, uh, which is uh, Deanna. <laughs> so, no. so did Riley the boys Deanna. get to see that picture and everything? Oh, yeah. You? Oh, yeah. They have known from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. We've talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. And it was the boys that nicknamed her Ruru, too. Yeah, we so. call her Ruru. We wrote a song for her. Riley Ruru. So what was it like first seeing her in... Oh, it was amazing. In Russia, oh, yeah. the orphanage. She she was very tiny. Um, she was 19 months old, but she was the size of a nine-month-old. She weighed... Just because of the care or... Malnutrition. Well, she was, okay. She just she was didn't have premature food. to begin with. Okay. So she yeah. was small to begin with. And then yeah. not getting the, the best nutrients and 
out of the diet and stuff. She well, they pretty much fast. lived on soup and watered down formula. Okay. Or, and, t- and tea. Yeah. Because they just didn't have. Right. Um, right. Food I mean, the orphanage yeah. did the best they could like, oh, yeah. with what they had, and they loved her much. But they were so excited that she was going to America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, what, what was the orphanage like? It was like built in the fifties, very and, old, and not had one update ever done mm-hmm. since to it. But yet everything was just spotless. Well, like if a tile was missing, it was clean all around. Uh-huh. <laughs> they didn't replace it, but they yeah. kept it really clean. clean. Yeah. It's very clean. Um, and her room, which was like a centralized room that all the kids would play in, yeah, they had Mickey Mouse pictures on the wall, lots uh-huh. of Americanized. Huh. Posters and things I would yeah. play up on the wall. They um, wore whatever they had there. Nothing matched, you know. It's yes. just oh, you yeah, could yeah. tell whatever they just they passed it on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But the workers loved her. And, yeah. Um, the, the so they were so director happy. Director was very excited yeah. too. Yeah. But such. the beds in the there was a bedroom right off the main room, and it had beds lined up along the wall and then down the center uh-huh. two, you yep. know, two in a row, and um, that's. Baby cribs, yeah. yeah, and that's where where they stayed. <laughs> yeah, but being there was quite the journey too. I think the children, especially the boys, had not seen men. It so was all your wait. Did your boys no, go? No. Okay, yeah. just He's y'all. About the little boys, the boys in the orphanage. orphanage. Yeah. Okay, yeah. got it. Okay. Yeah. So when we were there, all the little boys just looked at me and just started coming up to me. So yeah. I sat down. Before you know it, I had two on each knee, and uh-uh. they were literally all around me. Uh-uh. And I'm talking and to I'm them. Like, and I'm like, I have just... Riley. My attention's on her. Yeah. And, I, and Craig and I talked about this. We were so thankful God had given us her picture and had us mm-hmm. enough time that she was our focus. Because when I walked in, I focused on her. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it would we couldn't have left there. Without yeah. I mean, those kids looking I at me know. were saying, can I yeah. go home with you? But I'm yeah. holding in her. Your eyes. And, yeah. Yeah. Like, and I looked over yeah. to him, and they were just covered him. It was just unbelievable. Yeah. I wanted to take them all home. Yeah. 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 But we had Riley. We looked at her. It's like, wow, this is. But she had little thank short you, Lord, legs. Thank you, Lord, thank uh-huh. you. you know, because she was so tiny, too. Little bitty short legs. <laughs> she was adorable. She wasn't walking yet. Mm-mm. Uh, she'd pull up and hold on to stuff. Yeah. But um, it wasn't really talking much except for a few Russian words like net, which uh-huh. is no and stuff. Yeah. And, she didn't talk yeah. really very much. In fact, we don't really think she knew the language very well because she probably right. wasn't spoken to one-on-one like our kids are. We right. point to things and say, you know, I think they just right. spoke and it wasn't necessarily to teach her. Yeah. Her being premature, she was sickly a lot, so they would put her on a crib kind of away from others. Yeah. For several well. months, they said. So she didn't yeah. have a lot of interaction yeah. until uh, we got there. Yeah. So then y'all were y'all stayed there for how long? We were there. Ten days in Russia, seven or so, five of those days, I think, in Tumen. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we flew to Russia, Got a ho- we were put up at the Hotel Ukraine, we had to go to the U.S. Embassy, and we got hit by holidays at the U.S. Embassy twice. <laughs> once a U.S. holiday and once a Russian Oh, holiday. gosh. So, so we had two an days, extra day. you know, we're sitting there yeah. waiting on the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. we actually had, we knew somebody in Moscow 
uh, a gentleman named Scott Spees, who was a missionary at uh-huh. the local church that Lisa Through was. Central Christian Church, where I worked at Rainbow Connection. Oh he my was gosh. a member of that church, and he happened to be over there. Happened to be. Yeah. <laughs> so we actually brought uh, not only a huge suitcase of supplies for the orphanage, but we also brought a, a same size suitcase for supplies for him. Uh huh. So oh, that's we, some awesome. Mexican food and yes. a jacket <laughs> and stuff like that. It was that's fun. awesome. And we caught up with him, yeah. and he showed us around Moscow, yeah. Moscow. And he yeah. could speak and, uh, Russian, so it was really nice because he could, you know, well, mm-hmm. for one example, once we had Riley, um, we needed to go get her some shoes because the shoes we'd taken were huge on her. Yeah. And so we had just put several pairs of socks. Well, these Little old women were just griping at us. Babushkas. Like, Scott, what are they saying? And he said, they are chewing y'all out because you don't have warm shoes on that baby. Oh, <laughs> you're like, we're trying. We <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So we finally got some wool socks and some little shoes for her. But yeah. if he hadn't been there, we wouldn't have known. What mm-hmm. No. <laughs> oh, okay, so then bringing her home to y'all's house with your boys, what – like, was the transition hard? Do you remember what? Well, back then, you could go right to the gate where you got off the oh, airplane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we, when we got off the airplane, there was all of our family and tons of friends, uh-huh. and some of Gladney had, people had come to, yeah. to, get to welcome us back. Um, the boys were very excited. Garrett was a little less excited. He was a nine, and, uh-huh. and I, you know, I don't know. He's always been kind of our questioner anyway. And yeah. he um, he learned to love her very quickly. But he yeah. was the one, you know, kind of like, well, when's she going to go back? Oh, no. <laughs> but when we walked off the yeah. airplane, there was just tons of family. In oh, fact, all the family from Houston really had come up. That's awesome. And, and stuff yeah. really cool. big signs and banners and writing Balloons being passed all around. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. And even... Uh, the crew of the airplane, uh, we flew Delta because I had a lot of uh, frequent flyer points yeah. with that. So we was able to try to reduce the cost a little bit. And they were fantastic. Yeah. Flight attendants, we found that she was adopted, so they were taking her and oh, showing her all her around. Up and down the aisle. Yeah, it was really neat. A bottle of champagne when we got off yeah. and stuff. And but it was a really, I will admit, it was a very good feeling when that plane took off. Right. And, and we're like, okay. You've waited got her. so long. We've waited. Yeah. They're not stopping us anymore. Yes. You know? There's nothing else She's that ours can now. delay this yes. or, or impede yeah. this process. And when those wheels took off, it was like, oh, thank finally. you, Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. How did you see God's provision throughout, you know, gearing up towards it and then also her being at home and being in y'all's home? How did you see God's provision? Well, our timing, we wanted things immediately. Yeah. God's timing was wait here, there. So yeah. that's why there was little delays here and there. But everything was just literally perfect. Yeah. As far as the the timing, the timing of it, being over there, coming back, uh, being placed in certain uh, areas with people around us that were able to help out. Mm-hmm. Like we were at the uh, domestic airport waiting for the flight to go to Tumen. And I was listening for the word Tumen. We kept listening for Tumen because they didn't speak English at all. But across the seat from us was some Americans. And they were traveling international. And they were speaking Russian and everything else. So we got to talking with them. Mm-hmm. And we told them where we were going. And an announcement came out. And I was listening for it. Going, oh, okay, well, I didn't hear Tumen. And the guys go, your flight just got called. 
Oh, gosh. What? We all would have just been sitting there. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so God like, planted those people yes, there. Yes, yeah. And then um, when we needed to go to the American Embassy, we needed to go to a pediatrician to take Riley to have her checked and approved yeah. before we could even go to the American Embassy. And um, so we found a taxi driver and we said, is there any way you could stay with us all day? Because we've got several places to go. Yeah. And Craig handed him a $5 American yeah. bill. Yeah. And he was thrilled. He stayed with us all day. He drove I'm us around. All day he sat out in and the car spoke, when we didn't need him. He, he I mean, spoke very good English. Because oh, $5 okay. was fortune over there, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But it was it was really, really nice because we knew we could depend on him. And he spoke enough English we could understand. To get, yeah. to get yeah. y'all where you needed to go. Good, so, yeah. And then my dad sang back up with Buddy Holly and the crickets years and years ago. And so when we were in the taxi going to the American Embassy, one of the da- songs that my dad sings back up on, Oh Boy, came on. Wasn't it Oh Boy? Yeah. And yes. we could hear my dad's voice in the background. What? And when it was over, the announcer <laughs> goes, Buddy Holly. <laughs> and runs yeah. an accent. And I said, if that is not a sign from God to me, I guess me goosebumps. Yeah. Here we are in Russia listening to our dad's Listen to my dad. No. And, and that was my sign that you are things. doing what you need yeah. to be doing. It's like, I'm here. Yeah. Know? Isn't that a That's amazing. <laughs> But yeah. the whole transaction of being going to the orphanage and meeting the folks and meeting the officials. Yes. We had certain gifts that we had brought them and some money that, that they can use for upkeep of the orphanage uh, and stuff yeah. like that. And that large suitcase of uh, rollerboard of uh, baby formula and supplies the for the kids and stuff which, like that. Which helped <clears throat> the babies that were there. Yes. Right. Yeah. We wish so, we could have taken more. I know. I know. But um, even one of the, the men who was one of the main guys that was going to sign our papers, and this was back before we even went to court. Nowadays, I think you have to literally go to court. Um, we didn't even have to do that. We had a liaison go and do that for yeah. us. Mm-hmm. But he wanted a blue jean jacket, so we bought him a blue jean jacket and presented it. You know, they presented it to him. And um, then the orphanage was asking for a Polaroid camera so they could take pictures of the kids yeah. to send yes. to the – Adoption agencies. Yeah. So we took them one of those with a bunch of film. And then um, they also wished for a rug, a new rug for the room, one of the baby's rooms. Yeah. So we left money for that. So um, God prepared, well, and to back up even more, Craig had had his, his tragic wreck yeah. uh, years ago. And with that, we got some insurance money. Yeah. And that's when we said, okay, we've got this money. Um God's providing us with this money to go adopt her. Uh-uh. And so we well, can had... You, would you tell that? Would you share that story? Sure. It's, um, um, we, uh, part of my testimony with this is that, you know, I was in a wreck and stuff and lost a leg, lost a hand. We never decided, we weren't going to sue the folks that, that did the wreck and, and stuff because their families were devastated because there was death in the, in the, in the, tragedy and everything else. And so um, when the adoption process came about, we had money. Yeah. And From I, had that. Used, I had used a little bit of the money some to pay off some money. debt. Yeah. And then we used the bulk of it for the adoption process. Mm-hmm. And my, um, you know, people, will, will, if you ever had to 
if you were to make a decision and go a different route in your wreck and stuff, would you, and you had a chance to do it all over again, would you? And I'm thinking, probably not, mm-hmm. because that would mean um, maybe we didn't have the funds or the resources that mm-hmm. got provided for us for Riley. Mm-hmm. So I'd do it all over again. Like you would do the accident, you have the accident all sure. over again? If it, if it meant yeah. not being able to adopt her. Yeah. Absolutely. I just or if having the having the accident meant that we could get Riley, he would do he it would all over again, again. Which is just amazing. So my joke with her is that she cost me a literal arm and a leg. But <laughs> <laughs> it has been worth it every day since. <laughs> what was the when did that happen? Uh summer of ninety two. And y'all when you adopted in ninety four. In ninety four. Yeah. Yeah. Ninety four. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man! So that that was our big provision there. Yeah, was that we had those. But problems? there was a few things where it was very much a leap of faith. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, the whole with, thing was uh, being on a Russian airplane for sure, and just the safety aspects of it are were nothing compared to what we have here yeah. in the states. They had shag carpet that was being pulled up and. This was all yeah. on the airplane. Yeah. It's like some of the seats didn't have seatbelts and the bathroom door banged and yeah. <laughs> open and closed the whole time. And then when we landed in Siberia, I bet there was a foot of ice on the runway. Oh my gosh. And we had to get the people started standing up putting their coats on and well, we're like the plane's still rolling. Why are they all putting their coats Different on? Different rules, I yeah. guess. And then they opened the door, and we had to walk across that ice to go get in a little shuttle to take us to the airport. <laughs> and everything they say about <clears throat> Siberia being cold, this was November. It yeah. was yeah, that, I was going to ask it was the probably time 23 frame. below. I went to North Dakota yes. for two winters. That yes, was colder. <laughs> yeah. So, no wonder yeah. those grandmothers were upset with you guys yes. without having, having proper clothes. Proper exactly. shoes. And then when we left and had Riley with us, it was snowing, it was icy, <laughs> and they weren't de-icing the plane. And I oh said, my gosh. Why do we de-ice the planes in America if we don't, they don't have to? Craig's well, like, never mind. don't ask just, me that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just be quiet. God's gotten us this far. Surely <laughs> 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 he'll take us home. <laughs> I, I, I will tell you, it was one of the smoothest takeoffs and smoothest landings yeah. I've ever of felt course. in my life. Yes. But, God yeah. was holding us up, that's yeah. for sure. Um, yeah. Are there things about... Were there things just culturally with Riley, like, were, were there ways that you brought in Russian heritage, or have you seen anything like that, like, with her, wanting to Really, her? all that we, um, I say all, but, like, we buy Russian um, Christmas ornaments uh-huh. every time I see one that's from Russia, or, yeah. you know, it's an artist from Russia, or a decoration at Christmas, we do that. We have lots of books. Yes. That are about yes. Russia. Um, she has not really shown a real interest in wanting to go find her family. And uh-huh. we have always, from the very beginning, she has always known she was adopted. Right. And we have always said, you know, if you want to go look up your family, we will get on a plane and go with you. But oh. it, I think because it's so far away, um, with the the language difference, and I think it just kind of scares her, yeah. to tell you truthfully. Yeah. And she really has not shown any desire to right. do that. She made down the road, but, um, yeah. but we really... That's her decision. Yeah. yeah. And even at school, um, 
she and Jansen were in a class together, and the mm-hmm. teacher said, how can y'all be sisters? You don't look anything alike. And Riley did not tell her that she was adopted. She's like, she doesn't need to know. So she's been very, that you know. That sounds like very matter of fact. I look like my grandmother. Mm-hmm. I know. Okay, tell the part about your grandma, about her grandmother. Oh, yeah. Well, we were uh, looking at pictures. Uh, We were uh, Lisa's uh, grandparents were over, um, and we were looking at baby pictures of them. And we found a picture of Lisa's mom sitting on a tricycle, and we both looked at it and stared at it. Oh my word! Look at this. This is Riley. Uh, So uh, Riley was close enough. And we had her come on over. We said, "Who's this a picture of?" And Riley, she was still small. She goes, "That's me," Uh but. I don't remember the tricycle. <laughs> the only difference in the pictures was Lisa's mom's were in black and white and Riley's are in color. Right. Exactly. Was, That's just I mean, crazy. really, it was the same haircut. We didn't even show you the pictures. I know. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's if you incredible. <laughs> yeah, so she's a lot like her grandmother. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. very close. <laughs> so then y'all had a, a fourth child. Yeah. Well, and that was the thing. Tell us about this. We need to know about this. Oh, my God. We um, came back and had Riley, and we were all very excited. And, yeah. of course, the elementary you school have your, where the boys your daughter. Were, yes, yes. I was thrilled. I would tape bows on her yeah. little bald head. And we adopted yes. a girl because we have, like, no girls in, in, the in, our, in our inner family at all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, it's all yeah, brothers, it's all boys, and, yeah. right? Yeah. And... Um, <laughs> but the school and everybody, you know, was... was tickled pink about this girl coming and then within a year and a half of adopting her i found out i was pregnant uh-uh. and i cried for three days I was like no just because your pregnancy was so hard yes i yeah. didn't want to do that again we went to have an ultrasound sonogram thing and she said i could tell you what sex it is i'm like no we already know it's going to be a boy. No. Don't tell us. No, no, no. I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't even think we made it home before she was called. <laughs> and I said, I got to call him. I got to Oh, know. you called her back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is hilarious. <laughs> and she said, well, paint the room pink. And I'm telling you, I screamed. No. I just could not believe it. And my sweet dad said, well, God gave you another girl because you were so obedient to go get the girl he wanted you to go get that he, he gave you another. And I can't imagine our family without those girls. I know. Our boys. You yeah. Know, so. And they're so close in age. Yes. And they're so close as friends, They are. Right? I can't imagine what Riley's life would have been like without that sister. I know. It's just, yeah, it's incredible. When they're all together, they're all joking and laughing and just yeah. having the they're best close. time. They, they, they go close. to Six Flags and the like Thanksgiving, yeah. all t- just that. Yeah, all together really, and have really literally neat. the best time, and oh. they're all. Yeah, they're, they're talking about close. getting a house together now. So, oh. <laughs> oh. you know, they just yeah, it was a god thing, totally a god thing. Yeah. yeah. What would you say are the biggest hurdles or or challenges for international adoption? Well, the language, okay. of course. Um, when we went, we went by ourselves. Now they send people with you. Yeah. Um, Probably the money exchange, just being in another country that yeah. that you don't know. 
Yeah. Well, the politics too. About, uh-huh. And the politics. Because sometimes very, the adoption yes. process was, was slowed down because of yeah. various politics. Kind of so can forth. make you feel really unsettled. Well, and, and very, we weren't really you know, sure even when we got there that they were going to give her to us. Oh you know, we still didn't know. That's why when that plane took off, we were like, oh, thank you, Jesus, it's done. Yes. You know, Somebody no, they could run another stop aisle it. and say, yeah. stop this process. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. It was tough. What would you say to a family who's pursuing international adoption what would be your encouragement well, i would I say do it go for it all yeah. the way through, and through. Yeah. take that leap of faith it works out so well in the end there's a childless um, world that needs a oh yeah family. and i'm yeah. telling you god picked her out he knew before she was born yeah. that she was going to be our child we really believe that yeah um he prepared the young girl that had her and uh she was 19 yeah and she gave her up at birth and you know she, i think she she gave her up because she knew there was something better for her. Yeah. And something that I think is really interesting, my mom and I do. She was born, Raleigh was born Muslim in a Muslim family. Okay. Then when the orphanage got her, they sprinkled her Russian Orthodox. Okay. <laughs> then we brought over here, we dedicated her at First Baptist Church <laughs> Richardson, and then she was baptized here. So yeah. she is... She's been through quite a lot. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. Isn't she has no memories of any. Does she? No, nothing. No. The only thing that kind of was drilled in her mind was there wasn't a lot of food. So she would kind of hoard food. Oh. Like if she got a snack, she would hide it in her room yes. somewhere. Or if she, we had bought her this little tyke's castle thing, and she would climb up in there and hide down in it and open little candies and yeah. eat them up there so she it took her a long time right. but even now uh-huh in the refrigerator she gets mad if you eat her food she <laughs> puts her name on it and sorry riley at a restaurant <laughs> you know if you just reach over to get a fright oh, no, no you didn't not. ask yeah yeah there so, but there are things yes. that happen early on mm-hmm. that impact us you know well and she's the also first, very independent too yes. oh yeah because very independent when she was at the orphanage, she would be in the crib a long yeah. time just by herself. Yeah. So we're, we finally get home, and uh, nighttime comes around, and everybody's just exhausted, even though we're still jet-lagged and everything else. Uh, we put Riley in her crib, and she goes to sleep. We go to sleep. We sleep for a while, but we get up and say, well, we haven't heard Riley at all. And we, we go into her room, and she's sitting up in the bed just playing with what's in her crib. Just talking, entertaining and her And never shots. once yes. complained so or So she gripe, went you know, right to or, bed, laid there until we walked in the room and got her. Because she was used to that. Mm-hmm. She was used yeah, to, yeah. you know, if you cry, they don't come get you. Yeah. So. No, it's yeah. just, not, well, you can always, we, we fed her enough to where she was never crying because she was hungry. Yeah. Right. We wanted to yeah. make sure that her diet had changed and that yeah. she was getting the nutrition that she needed. Well, in fact, that's another thing to go back just a little bit. We, when we started thinking we want to adopt international, we went to our pediatrician and we went to friends and Sunday school teachers and, and, you know, asked people, what, what do you think? What's your opinion of us doing this? And uh, lots and lots of people prayed for us. But the pediatrician we took her to was our boy's pediatrician. Uh-huh. And uh, he was very interested in helping us because he had never worked with a child. And yeah. He could never like that. Yeah. So when we first brought her over, they did x-rays. 
uh, because her legs were so short uh-huh. and her bones are just not very healthy. Okay. So after about six months of feeding her baby food and putting her on formula, her the bones in her legs started rebuilding. He just couldn't mm-hmm. believe it. He mm-hmm. was just floored. So uh, he would always, when we would go she in flourished. for appointments, he would always say, this is my Riley. <laughs> because, yeah. you know, we were all so proud of, of what she's become. Yeah. So the papers had her with a, a medical condition when we mm-hmm. first got her. When we took that in the pictures to the pediatrician, he goes, I'm not seeing it. Bring her over mm-hmm. here. The best thing you could do is just get her over here. And we'll take oh, care of they her. sent their medical stuff. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. so he needed, okay. Well, and we had to take her to a Russian pediatrician to have it approved that she could be adopted. So we had this paper that said she has hydrocephalus and she has uh-huh. this and she has that. And this doctor said she doesn't have any of that. The only thing was her, is it her iron was very low and she was close to having rickets, uh-huh. um, which is... A bone. Vitamin D deficiency. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, because of not having any sunlight, she probably stayed in the room oh all the gosh. time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he said, just take her home and get her on some good formula and baby food, and she will thrive. Even the, and, even the, the doctor was godsend, too. Yeah, yeah. He, he was. He was U.S. trained, so he spoke very good English. He graduated from school in Colorado. I mean, in California. California. Uh-uh. So and when he so, said that, he goes, "Hey, que pasa, dude?" Oh gosh! <laughs> like, Thank you again, Lord. Yeah. yeah. You know, one so we more had the thing. best conversation with him and yeah. what she, what Riley needed and stuff. Because mm-hmm. I'm very excited. That he said, was. "I'm going to sign off that these things are wrong, but I'm telling you they're not, and your pediatrician will tell you that." But he said, "I want you to get her out of here," <gasps> and that would be the only way that, that would he be would... the only way. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So God was there. He was following us the whole time. We totally took a leap of faith. Yeah. And when we look back now, we're like, how do we have the strength to do that? Yeah. How did we do that? How do we go over there and... Because God gives but you God, what you need, the, the, the right? Exactly. We couldn't yeah. have done it without Christ. There's yeah. no way we could have done it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, literally oh. everything just lined up as we were doing it. So even the extra days in Moscow were a blessing because we got to go visit with yeah. Scott, the, oh, the yeah. ministry, the, uh, the missionary. Ministry. And yeah. The, and when you look at your family now, like I was looking at y'all's Christmas card. Yes. <laughs> and your family's grown, you know. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. It's just that this is the family that God it really is. wanted you guys to have. And, and when we had just the two boys, I just knew in my heart, I, w- I need another child. This yeah. isn't the end for us. I don't know if Craig thought that too. I was happy but... initially with two. <laughs> <laughs> but to end up with four was such a bonus yeah. and such a blessing. So one time when Riley was uh, in elementary school, and I, I don't quite remember the grade, she had a, a work assignment. Uh, tell us about your family. What family do you have and what makes up your family and stuff like that. And her story was pretty simple and short. She goes, when I was born, I had nobody. It's okay. Keep you going. Do it. You're good. Now I have a family that loves me very much. Yeah. yeah. And, and she would call our boys brothers, the brothers. Yeah, yeah. And um, so she was saying, I have the brothers, and I have my mama and my daddy. And so it was just, you know, in her own misspelling of words yeah. and everything, it's just precious. Yeah. You know? Even broke her uh, teacher up, so <laughs> yeah. she, cried. she cried when she yeah, read it. It's beautiful.
I remember being in elementary school when Craig came in to tell my third grade Sunday school about his car accident story. He told us about the car accident he was in. He showed us the way it changed his hand and his leg. And then he told us about how he saw God during it and experienced God after it. I will never forget hearing his story. I specifically remember in my third grade mind not being freaked out or scared about a car accident at all. Like, that was not my takeaway. But instead, just being so amazed that God could take this horrible car accident and do so much amazing stuff through it. I mean, I distinctly remember my parents picking me up from Sunday school and telling them about what I had learned from Craig's story. And when I had heard this as a child, I mean, Riley hadn't even been adopted yet. That was yet to be a part of the story. So how unbelievable is it that the car accident allowed them to have the funds to pay for their international adoption? Is this not a picture of the way that God takes messy and difficult things and turns them into the most beautiful parts of our lives? Riley needed a family. And God prompted Lisa. And through Lisa, God stirs Craig. And then they're led towards the right adoption agency. And then the government has the right policies in place at the right time for this to happen. And did y'all hear, like the list goes on and on. I see all of these specific ways that God worked it out for good. Now, not easy or free of inconveniences or fears throughout it, but it was good because God was leading the way. And the same God that worked through Craig's horrible car accident And the same spirit that prompted Lisa towards this adoption is available to each of us. This incredible kind of story is not just limited to Craig and Lisa, but we have the opportunity, even in the middle of messy situations, to listen and lean into those promptings. We have the opportunity to trust God and trust where He is leading us. And we have no idea what good He possibly could have in store for us. I hope you found something that you can relate to from today's conversation. And thanks for joining us. If you have any questions or just want more tips for parents, let me know at ilassiter at fbrichardson.org. I'd love to talk with you. See you next time on the Four Parents Podcast.